Welcome to The Curriculum, a podcast by Cornerstones Education. Here we discuss all things curriculum, plus leadership issues, teaching tips and much, much more. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Pudner, and today I'm joined by Lego education expert, David Gregory. We'll be discussing the importance of play, construction and technology in the primary classroom and also provide you with some innovative ways to use Lego education in school. So hello, David. Hello, Caroline. Hi, thanks for joining me. So, David, before we dive into all these areas, could you just describe where you currently work and what you do? Great. Yeah, of course. So I work for a company called JTRS Econicom. And they are a certified Lego education partner, uh, Apple solutions expert and Google partner, along with a number of other products. The, the mission of JTRS is really to inspire and enable digital transformation in classrooms. They are a complete technology solutions and services provider. So any help or advice that schools need uh, regarding technology, JTRS can help. The Econicon part is they are a French-based company who own a a small stake in JTRS and they help design financial solutions to help companies and public organisations with their digital transformation projects. So, so yeah, so that's where I'm currently at. Okay, it's really exciting to hear about the different technology that's available now. In a previous podcast, I talked to Richard Smith about this and we were talking about robotics and all sorts, but I'm very keen on talking to you about Lego education and I know a lot of the teachers and senior leaders listening may also be parents that we've all come across Lego. I'm quite a fan of Lego but it has evolved beyond belief since the 80s hasn't it since my little kids. So what sort of resources do Lego offer now particularly in terms of education? Yeah I think I think your question's interesting because Lego offer a huge variety of different kits you know for the market and I think when people think of Lego their first thoughts go towards the Lego retail brand, Mm. which is massive, one of the world's biggest brands. For the last, well, the previous seven years to working at JTRS, I spent my time working at Lego Education, heading up the UK in terms of school consultation. And the Lego Education kits are very different. By their name, they are focused resources to help teachers deliver national curriculum outcomes using the famous Lego brick. So in terms of the the kits and resources they offer, they are vast. There's many. I could spend probably the whole podcast talking about the different variations. But to narrow it down, they have a real focus on delivering STEM and Mm. the STEM curriculum. We do a, a large range of robotics and that would cover early years foundation right the way through to university and we've got we've got customers who use those resources in those markets it's a global resource a global product and as well as the stem areas you've also got creative teachers who would use those for every and any subject. I was going to ask you about that actually. We deal with anything to do with curriculum and there could be a tendency to think of Lego, the technological kits being just applied in a sort of ICT lesson or a DT lesson. Can you actually see, have you seen Lego being used across the curriculum, you know, in different ways? Yeah, absolutely. So there are many examples that I've seen in, you know, I've been on this Lego education journey for nine years and I've seen lessons being taught from A-level psychology, engineering at university, maths at university, 
the newest kit, Coding Express, is actually designed to help students at that age understand early coding concepts. We've got Build Me Emotions, which is a resource used to deliver PHSE. There's resources out there to help deliver English, literacy, all the STEM subjects. So absolutely every resource. I mean, I would go so far to say that actually Lego Education is probably the best example that I can think of globally of, of actually delivering any subject you can think of. I mean, even one of the universities in, in London have actually done some teaching on the periodic table using Lego elements, oh, well, uh, yeah. using atomic numbers. Mm. So it really goes Across the curriculum. Yeah, across the whole spectrum. And it's nice because obviously we're in the primary sector. There's an awful lot of it is used in schools. But I like that distinction you made between Lego kits and the Lego education resources. They're more maybe more focused. However, like you said, there are different applications in different curriculum subjects. Um, I've seen some on YouTube, actually, people using it in history, uh, children using it in art for animation. And obviously that goes across different subjects. So, yeah, yeah, Yeah. I mean... I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this and you've used Lego and Lego education in an innovative way across the curriculum, then do do share that with us on Twitter. I think one thing that might help the listener to kind of grasp this is when you think of Lego kits, you often would go into a shop, you would buy a box and that would build a kit. Mm. Whereas Lego education is really built around five elements, which is... Yeah, you buy the kits. The kits often come in a box, which again, it's been designed using Vygotsky learning theory, uh, where actually students work together to build kits. So they come in nice boxes for classroom management. In those kits, you've got your standard elements. You've got smart elements, things such as sensors and motors, which again, tie in really well uh, to the curriculum. The other really big differentiator is actually the content. Lego Education through their academy have got a bunch of teachers globally who are writing content mapped back to local curriculum outcomes. So you've got content there which is written for teachers, which is really helpful. You've also got software as well, you know, the fourth element, which is software. So, you know, getting students coding all the way from early years right the way through. And then the final part is actually certified Lego Education Academy training. So, yeah, we have a bunch of trainers who can actually help schools embed this. Mm. So it's a full solution for schools rather than just thinking we'll go off and buy a kit, if, mm. that, if that helps. Yeah, it does, definitely. And I suppose you could dip in. I know that our projects, many of our projects, we mention Lego as a resource. And it might be nice to talk to you further about Lego education and the coding kits that are coming out and ways in which that can be used alongside, say, curriculum like cornerstones it's definitely easy to to embed in that and people are always looking for you know good helpful resources to help them teach I mean in terms of help for teachers you did mention there about training but how easy is it when you get these kits and let's face it not every primary teacher is tech savvy they may not have even had much experience of lego before and certainly the curriculum does pose some challenges to, to some teachers definitely this new coding and you know all the kind of language around that how easy is it to set it up I mean what are the practicalities David you know if you buy in say kit do you have a class set do you get training on that or is it quite easy to pick up yeah I think it's a, a really good question and it's a question we get commonly asked I think where we can help schools is I mean after this podcast today I'm actually going to a school in the area to deliver a workshop to about 30 teachers and I think what really helps is firstly there's there is there is a huge lack of awareness regarding lego education resources mm. 
I often ask at the beginning of my workshops and my talks, who's heard of Lego education? Well, prior to that, I actually ask who's heard of Lego and you get a 100% response. And Lego education is often around 10%. So I think things like the workshops, which I'm going to do after this, is a real practical hands-on way where teachers can get an you know, awareness and an understanding of, of how the resources can actually fit into the curriculum and how they can de deliver that. Mm. I think in terms of how it fits into a school, currently we're, we're facing really tough times, you know, with budgets and, you know, austerity. And uh, I think Lego education sets are designed around two students using one set. So at the heart of what they're trying to deliver is curricular outcome, but also children working together and, and collaboration and teamwork and problem solving together. So additional resources which can help teachers are things such as getting started uh, videos and tutorials, which are now part of the software included in the content which is amazing mm. uh, that's been a recent development where we've really tried to make it as easy as possible for teachers to actually get up and get started so that always helps yeah. and often one thing which is overlooked is the students experience of Lego themselves is so overwhelming they are often experts mm. so teachers can rely heavily on the expertise of students as well because you know the skills that they've developed from a very young age using Lego at home they now bring into a classroom I'm and that, sure. that has a massive impact as well but there's also a ton of content on on social media on YouTube of you know videos of advice there's lots of online blogs regarding the impact that resources mm. make and I've seen a number of universities and colleges also write content and lesson plans and schemes of work which they've published online to kind of give a okay. good you know idea as well so we could put some useful links with the podcast so if you're listening and you want to find out more we'll put we'll, we can put them on our website underneath the podcast thanks David and of course in some primary schools they'll have a lead on this who will be able to become an expert in their school and then be able to demonstrate that to other teachers and share good practice but I'm assuming that some of the kits are very very easy to to start up and others might need a little bit more prior knowledge and and trying it out for yourself that yeah kind of thing. I think I think the Lego education sets are very heavily geared around robotics and, and STEM as I mentioned that oh. really is the key strategy and focus for Lego education so so yes there are some basic construction sets. One of the more popular sets is called Simple Empowered Machines, which is designed to teach children you know, mechanical concepts. But yeah, you can develop further into the robotics and many listeners will be using Scratch software yeah. that you can use to program and code these robotics, start from scratch and go right up into Python and C plus and Java for the more oh, advanced, okay. you know. So it fits in with existing systems that schools will know yes. then, yeah? Yeah, so they'll be familiar with as Okay, well. so you get these kits, you can use it with Scratch. Um, yeah, and I think one of the obvious benefits when you see it is, you know, over the last few years I've gone into many schools and they do some great coding and programming work, but that's very much on screen mm -hmm. and that's where the experience stops and where lego education offer benefits is actually you are linking digital to physical yeah and so where st students would just have that experience previously just using a screen they are now getting their robots their models 
moving, making sounds using input, output, and it's just so powerful. It's such a deep way of learning these concepts because they're le they're using their programming skills to make a physical model move. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. I know my own daughter's got one and she was astounded by the fact that she could make her model do what she was telling it to. So there's lots of skills in that and there's lots of knowledge, isn't there? You've, you mentioned earlier about the STEM coverage uh, and in terms of a curriculum at primary, you've got that knowledge. Can you use it to progress knowledge in computing then and, and technology? You can get steadily more and more complex, can't you, using the equipment? Yeah. So Is that built into it, to these kits? Can you, absolutely. can you add complexity? Yeah, absolutely. So, again, this is a real strength for LEGO Education, is they've created a, a continuum from early years foundation stage mm. right the way through to university. So currently, as part of their portfolio, they have a resource called Coding Express, which is based on the Duplo bricks. Oh, um, yeah. So, again, many of the listeners who work in uh, early years will be familiar with that. Coding Express is a, is a train set and it has a colour sensor and as it goes across different colours yeah. it will actually make it do different actions oh, so great, it will change yeah. its behaviour based on cause and effect and help them understand things such as sequence looping and other mm. uh, you know early coding concepts. You then move on to the We Do set which Mitch Resnick and the team at MIT who developed Scratch actually say that We Do is the best robotics platform in the world for developing elementary based coding so oh, you move on to we do and then lego education are about to bring out a brand new product called spike prime on the first of august which is designed for the middle school market and then you go right the way mm. through to mindstorms which is a really popular resource been around for about 20 years and yeah you can use that programming labview software or c plus as i mentioned yeah, yeah. and python so yeah okay so there's really good progression a lovely there. continuum yeah, yeah. And, and, and actually the final part of that is once they've done that programming and coding within Mindstorms, mm. they are industry ready. Mm. You know, they are the employability skills, their, their real world skills yeah. developed so that they are ready to move all into that next All starting next with, du with Duplo. All starting with Duplo, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic for our listeners as well. But something I'm really interested in, I know you've talked a lot about creativity, David. Many people don't view technology coding and so on alongside creativity but you're a great advocate for it so is there creativity in technology like this yeah there's huge amount of uh, creativity in technology and i think if you go back to what the 2014 curriculum was trying to achieve it was trying to get students to understand how the real world works and if you look at many of the statistics and research regarding future jobs and the, the skills gap that we're going to face there's a real focus on 21st century skills and many of those reports will say that creativity is number one or at least in the top five of the skills and the competencies that employers want and Lego education really allow for that to come out mm. and the way Lego accomplishes is actually in a really interesting way so one of the ways we could possibly answer that, Caroline, is today I brought you along six Lego bricks. Yay! Just, these are just six simple, ordinary Lego bricks. Okay. And we often ask participants, teachers, to actually get involved in a, a short creative exercise. It only lasts 30 seconds. So whilst I'm talking, possibly you could take part in this. And okay. for, the, for the listener, there's four yellow bricks and two red bricks of different sizes. And Caroline, if I ask you, in just 30 seconds, if you could build me a duck, that'd be really okay. good. And what Lego Education have done 
is they've, as part of the research and the resources that, that they've got published in schools, is they've also developed a pedagogy called the four C's, which is really there to help teachers consistently achieve, you know, outstanding teaching in classrooms. And that four C's at the heart of that is really about children being creative learners, uh, giving them the opportunity through Lego bricks to imagine and create ideas in their minds to come up with innovative solutions. I think there's two ways of using Lego. One way is for the user to use a typical build guide and also for others to do free play. And one of the things we can't convey on this podcast is Caroline's face at the moment. She's got a big smile <laughs> on her face. She's fully engaged. She's fully motivated. Tongue out the side of her mouth. No, and, I'm not. And this, this is really at the heart, the power of how a Lego education yeah. can really harness that, that creativity that actually employees are looking for. So... Uh, that, that's about 30 seconds. You've done a great job there, Caroline. How did, how did you find that? Well, at first, I felt like uh, probably a lot of adults, I felt nervous, like I didn't know what I was going to do. But actually, because there's only a few bricks and one of them's got an eye on it, I sort of kind of knew where that was going to go. But I felt, yeah, it was quite good fun because no one had told me exactly where everything was going. So... And yeah. what's really interesting about that activity is sat behind Lego Education is an organisation called the Lego Foundation. And it's a, it's a great website for all your listeners, thelegofoundation.com. They've done a ton of research on actually how play and hands-on learning can really impact learning and how we learn and how play impacts learning. And yeah, as I say, Go and have a look at that. That's amazing. They've looked at activity you've just done and there's 24 competencies, skills that you've actually had to use by building a duck. And they include things like fine motor control, yeah. imagery, visualisation. Like how did you come up with that duck? Memory of... Memory, yeah, yeah short-term yeah. memory, mm. emotional regulation. You know, someone may say that doesn't look like a duck. And so having the resilience to cope with that in a classroom of your peers. Of um, so there's lots of different competencies that you use and creativity is right at the heart of that so and and all the other things you just mentioned the resilience these are all very valuable incredibly important parts of children's development aren't they yeah, yeah just from just from doing that one exercise and when we talk about creativity i mean i've read a lot about creativity and it's easy to just think of it as being creative but it's actually things like problem solving creative thinking small c creativity isn't it and be able to adjust to different situations and challenges which is what i've kind of done in a, in a small way there so so important and one of the conversations we speak to teachers about is actually you know why is play important and actually yeah it really helps develop those holistic skills you know language development social development emotional development mm. But actually, our hands often know more than our minds. And by getting your hands involved in a learning activity, it can really bring out, you know, an amazing mm. creative result. That's the most fun I've had today, Good. I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> so that was great, David. And you've really, you've answered a lot of questions, actually, I had about how relevant it is across the curriculum, but also what children can get out of it. And it's really up to us as educators, our imagination, and to trust children to develop things in their own way as well and to use their initiative I can really see how it I mean we mention it a lot in Cornerstones projects but the potential for this is is huge actually and obviously you've got lots of resources that we can point our listeners to so you can find out more about how to use it. I think just to finish on that oh. we've given you today just six bricks 
So when you start to introduce smart elements like motors and sensors, robotics, the opportunity to be creative just goes through the roof. Yeah. And, you know, there's so much stuff online where students have created or invented, you know, new concepts, new ideas. And it's just, it's a really powerful way to enable students to learn and, you know, through making mistakes and tinkering and that failure for us, that's so important because often that's where real deep learning goes on and their understanding of ambiguous concepts, they grasp and they will remember forever. And so, yeah, getting hands on and that experience you've just gone through is really powerful. Mm. A huge amount of potential, I think, and not to be afraid, if you're listening to this, not to be afraid of using things like the coding and the robotic aspects of, of any of this, because uh, like you say, it can start very simply. It doesn't have to be complicated, does it? Almost the complication comes from their le- in the head and the hands of the children. Absolutely. I mean, to quote Seymour Papit, you know, our father of constructionism and constructivism, you know, the, the role of the teacher is there to set the conditions for invention rather than provide ready-made knowledge. And Lego Education have been doing that really well, particularly over the UK over the last nine years. What, one of the things that's worth mentioning is actually uh, the Lego Education Innovation Studio concept. There's about 70 schools in the UK now that have actually got spaces within the school that are designed to actually allow students to learn the whole curriculum through these spaces where they go into a classroom, they have training, there's a whole range of different resources. And the lesson is actually open-ended challenges. Can you create a, a theme park? Can you create a ride that you've been on? And by not giving them dedicated build guides, allowing their creativity to produce you know, amazing results is a really powerful thing to witness. Yeah, I bet you've seen some incredible examples. I was going to ask you, actually, I think I will. What is your favourite? Have you got a favourite application for Lego education? Or have you seen children who've used Lego yeah, in a really it's, cool way for you? Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, for me, I love the variety of opportunities and, you know, spaces that Lego can be used. So things such as Lego Serious Play, Lego Therapy, Robotics... For me, what I just love is the variation where you can see Lego being used. I think for me, yeah, I've got a particular interest in psychology. So actually how how Lego can be used uh, to deliver psychology lessons or creating stories or you mentioned history earlier on. Mm-hmm. Actually, back in 2017, I, I volunteered to go out to Romania and teach some children out there. And um, I got them to use a, a set from Lego Education where they built a, a famous scene from history, but they weren't allowed to tell anyone. And at the end of that, we had to guess uh, what that famous scene in history was from. And I then after they completed that, I asked them to stand actually in a historic timeline, stand in a space of where that actually took place, you know, from past to future and things like that really stick with you. But yeah. The, the openness is, is what I really like about Lego. Yeah. Are, are there any other educational benefits, David? There's many. I mean, the content which Lego Education provide is very geared around curriculum outcome. But actually, if you look at some of the soft skills, so to say, there's huge benefits. So if you think about the average child in a classroom, they would have not just experience of using Lego at home, but a huge level of expertise If they're now able to bring that into a classroom, they are really boosting their chances of achievement. One of the things that we've seen as well is children are struggling with engagement and motivation in classroom. And one of the other factors we see is 
around self-efficacy. And if self-efficacy is more specific than motivation, we see that actually when you ask children to participate in a Lego activity, they, are, they have huge levels of self-efficacy. They believe that they are good at this. Mm. So the outcome just goes through the roof because they've just got this natural belief in their ability of constructing Lego and programming Lego so that that really opens up you know, many more opportunities. Um, also, things such as the new Ofsted framework as well is really interesting where it talks about, you know, creating environments for learners to learn. Actually, children are just such independent learners when it comes to using Lego. You know, often they don't want the teacher to talk too much because they're so engaged and passionate as soon as they see the, the brick. The power of the brick is huge. So actually, you know, there are other benefits there. And I think fi finally, the brick really helps students become career ready um, through, you know, the use of programming and, and coding. So, yeah. And it aligns with what we're doing as well. So it's great to have got in contact with you, David. I actually got in contact with you because you're at Hallam Edfest, which is where we're going to yes, be. Yeah. So I'm very excited to hear you speak there. What are you, what are you going to be talking about when you're at the festival? So at the festival, uh, JTRS are actually involved in three different areas. I'll be delivering a talk regarding the power of a creative and playful pedagogy, which actually involves the activity you've just taken mm -hmm. part in, Caroline. So if you fancy getting some free Lego or you want to come along and, and hear more about that, it'd be great uh, for you to join us. Um, we're also running uh, three different workshops there actually. Uh, so we're running an early years foundation workshop, we're running a primary school workshop and a secondary workshop and in addition to that we'll also have a, a stand in the festival so teachers can come along and find out not just about the Lego education but all the other technologies we work with. Fantastic yeah we'll put a link to that on our website along with the podcast. That's great so that's probably the next time we'll see you David so do come along if, you, if you're near Sheffield or even if you're further away to that because it's a great way to gen up on your know-how and just have a bit of fun as well with it and see the potential of what Lego education can offer and STEM in general so unfortunately that's all we've got time for today David but thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate your time and hopefully you the listeners got absolutely tons out of that I think if I was listening I'd want to rewind that and pick up on a lot of the things you talked about David uh, it's a real inspiration and very reassuring I think for lots of primary teachers that you can do it and Lego is already a recognised tool for children and it's just taking it to that next level so thank yeah. you ever, ever so much no, well thank you very much I've really enjoyed being here and uh, yeah I would just say actually that I totally understand some of the anxieties and uh, concerns that teachers have because the world's changing at such a fast pace mm. and I think that's where we can help you know if teachers do want to get involved actually we can we can talk to them and guide them through actually you know what is needed so yeah thanks very much for the opportunity to come along no problem today thank you the listener as well for joining us today and until next time it's goodbye mm.